the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed, it is exactly that. Good morning to you. Thanks for joining us at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Tuesday, the 19th morning of the 11th month of the year of our Lord, 2019. We are loaded up today, coming up in about 10 minutes. We normally don't have guests in the first half hour of the program, but um, we had to bump somebody up a little bit today because we are, uh, like I said, loaded up uh, for the rest of the show. So coming up, Michael Johns, former speechwriter for George H.W. Bush and one of the co-founders of the National Tea Party Movement, was watching a little football over the weekend, particularly on Saturday. So why is that making him guest worthy? Well, he was watching online the Colin Kaepernick workout, and he observed some things that I found very interesting, and he's going to share those things with us. And We're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick and whether or not he is worth all of the time that he is getting, all of the national attention he is getting, and whether or not... There is actually anything that he would have to offer beyond being a social warrior, social justice warrior martyr. So Michael Johns has some thoughts he's going to share with us coming up at 920. At 935, Pastor Chris Long is going to join us about this topic we're going to start with here in a moment. And that is Chick-fil-A caving into the cancel culture. Very, very disappointed about our favorite chicken chain uh, and their decision to... Um, well, again, just to cave in, to uh, to bend their knee to the will of the cancel culture, the outrage mobs on the left, the PPO, the Party of Perpetual Outrage, angry that a chicken chain uh, donates money to Christian organizations because those Christian organizations dare to believe in marriage being between one man and one woman as the Bible uh, uh, dictates. 
And uh, Chick-fil-A has caved, and it is a very big blow to conservatism. And Pastor Chris Long will join us to talk about that at 9.35. Then at 10.10, you know what's coming. It's Tuesday, right? That means it's cursing out day, and that is out all kinds of awesome. But first, and we'll talk to Pete, by the way, about the impeachment hearings, about Chick-fil-A, about Colin Kaepernick, and about so many more things. Very much looking forward to that. But... We are going to start the program uh, talking about, well, yeah, those, those chicken sandwiches and what is happening to, uh, to our culture. Chick-fil-A says it's going to be donating money to charities that further its mission of nourishing the potential in every child in 2020. The company also says it's no longer going to give money to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and the Salvation Army. The chain's been criticized for donating to organizations accused of harboring anti-LGBTQ views. In a news release, the company says it's going to deepen its giving to a smaller number of organizations working exclusively in the areas of education, homelessness, and hunger. And they expect to give about $32 million this coming year. So... Obviously, the the key line in that little report that you just heard from Fox is that they have been accused of giving money to organizations that harbor anti-LGBTQXYZ, exclamation point, ampersand, pound sign, uh, organizations. And that, of course, is simple social justice warrior code for Christianity. Right? Christianity, if you are a believer in Christ, if you are a believer in the Bible, if you are a believer in the Word of God as we know it and understand it, to the best that we as failing human beings can, you believe that marriage is a is a uh, you know an extraordinarily important sacrament uh, in our faiths that essentially are the building blocks of the family that God wanted us to have. Marriage is between one man and one woman. Not solely, I will not say solely, because there are a lot of married you know, couples, of course, who choose not to have children, but in generally to, to propagate the species, to, to go ye forth and, and multiply. Um, obviously, it's a mother and a father having children, raising them under their roof to believe in God, to share his, uh, his, you know, his word, um, and to then go on to have their own families and so on and so forth. So I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here, and I'm certainly not uh, intending to sound like a biblical scholar. I am not, but I think we can all agree that's essentially the Christian view of marriage, and not just Christian, but many other faiths as well. Believe in one man and one woman, and Christian organizations that profess that belief in one man and one woman marriage, uh, are now being accused in the age of the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, and other left-wing outrage groups, left-wing hate groups, to be honest with you, because that's what the SPLC primarily is. It's a left-wing hate group whose mission is to brand things that are Christian and that are right of center as being hateful calling Christian organizations like the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, uh, you know, calling them hate groups because they believe in Christian principles like the traditional definition of marriage. That doesn't mean they're pro-Christian. It means in the uh, cancel culture and in the world of the PPO, the party of perpetual outrage, it means they're anti-LGBT because if you're pro-one-man-one-woman marriage, you're anti-one-man-one-man. You're anti-one-woman-one-woman. Moreover, 
You're anti two women, one man. Two men, one woman. If you are against anything that somebody else is for, you are branded as the 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 uh, uh, portrayer or presenter of hate and hatred and hate speech. So if you are simply following traditional, historical, Christian norms, such as one man, one woman, you are considered to be a hater. At any rate, Chick-fil-A has responded to this throughout the years with a you know just a repudiation of the notion that they are hateful and just simply repeated their biblical belief we believe one man and one woman in these organizations that we are donating money to are simply advancing christian ideals and christian principles and uh we do not apologize for that they have resisted the cancel culture they have stood up to the cancel culture and now for the first time chick-fil-a a massive organization a, a, a paragon of virtue, dare I say. An organization whose owners are willing to sacrifice one-seventh of their entire annual revenues because of what they believe in. And that is keeping Sunday a holy family day. That's why you can't go buy chicken at Chick-fil-A on Sundays. They One day a week, they say it's family time. We're not going to make our workers come in here and toss salads and fry chicken and 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 deep fry fries and wherever the, I guess the waffle fries are amazing. I shouldn't say I guess they are. I've had them many times, <laughs> too many. Anyway, we're not going to make them come in here and work and cook food when they should be home with their families if that's what they choose. We want to give them that opportunity. One seventh of their annual revenue. I wish I knew what Chick Fil A's annual revenue was, but whatever it is, uh, they're they're giving up one seventh of it just on principle, and we've loved that about them. And they have stood in, in, in solidarity with other Christian organizations that they have donated money to. And they have resisted all of the accusations of hate speech and hate uh, support, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, anti-LGBT stuff. So to see them cave in such a way, Mike, Mike Huckabee was particularly uh, upset by this. And said, I quote, this is again, former Arkansas governor, I am sick that they have now completely abandoned the convictions of founder Truett Cathy and decided to sell out, believing they will be loved by the left if they sell out their loyal customers and friends and placate the very people who hate them. It's a sad day, Huckabee wrote. I wonder how long before they go ahead and open on Sundays. Might as well now, or just change their name to Ichabod Chicken Sandwiches. So this is obviously a very distressing thing for a lot of people, not just because of the chicken place, but what does this say? What does this say going forward? It says that, hey, liberal hate groups who are trying to destroy all things Christian, all things moral, all things decent in our culture, um, it works. Keep it up. Put the pressure on long enough, and every, even the most... perceived anyway to be <clears throat> even the most moral and and devoted christian organizations uh will cave in they will cave in to your cancel culture if you just keep it up because look what they did to chick-fil-a a precedent is being set here and that's going to be a problem for a lot of people if you want to respond to this 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110 pastor chris long will respond to it at nine thirty-five. but up next michael johns uh, co-founder of the National Tea Party Movement, former speechwriter for H.W. Bush, wants to talk football. Kind of. Sort of. Based on what he saw Saturday. That's next, right here on AM 1420, The Answer.
22 now to Bob France Authority continues on AM 1420. The answer, Pastor Chris Long will join us again coming up uh, at uh, 935 to talk about the Chick-fil-A story, uh, an organization that he is now branded as Chick Betray rather than Chick-fil-A because, again, it's up. It's about more than just them. It's about more than just that particular, you know, franchise and its relationship with, you know, the Christian community and the organizations that it uh, has uh, donated so much money to through the years to, exp- to, to advance and spread the word of God, etc. It's about what it will do to other organizations, because now that the uh, crazy left, the insane, hate-filled left, has found out they can make Chick-fil-A blink, uh, who else are they going to be able to go after? And they will go after with renewed vigor, knowing that it works now. All right, I am told Michael Johns is on the air now, so let's bring the uh, f- uh, co-founder of the National Tea Party Movement, as well as former speechwriter for George H.W. Bush, Michael Johns, onto our program. Michael, good morning. Morning, Bob. All right, good to have you again. Uh, now, I, I set it up before you came on to tell people what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about football, kind of, sort of, right. but it's but it's it's about so much more than that. Uh, on Saturday, for those who don't know, social justice warrior, cop hater, America insulter Colin Kaepernick um, was supposed to be performing for the National Football League for about 28 teams who were going to come and watch him do a workout to see if they were interested in signing him. It's an unprecedented thing for a league-wide event here for one free agent. Why they haven't done that for other free agents, nobody knows. Maybe this is part of a settlement of the lawsuit they had uh, that they settled a few, uh, well, several months ago, maybe even toward the end of last year. But at any rate, he didn't go to that uh, event at the Atlanta Falcons uh, stadium and facility. Instead, he said, yeah, if you want to see me, come and watch me in this high school 60 miles away. And only eight teams said, okay, we'll follow you. The rest of them said, the hell with this. Excuse my language. Uh, the, the heck with this. Uh, we're not going to be a part of this. Then he went down there and threw. Now you, Michael Johns, you decided to watch this thing on, uh, on uh, the, the online uh, stream or whatever it was. Tell me about it. Well, okay, so firstly, the Kaepernick issue has come up routinely, obviously, over the last three years. Um, I have tried to offer intelligent commentary on it. I have not, as most Americans have not, um, had a whole lot of defense for his approach on the national anthem. I think it's um, unpatriotic. I think it's a misplaced object of objection on his part. Uh, I also think it's been hugely damaging to the brand of the NFL. And and I will say, I guess I'm in a little bit of a minority because I love the NFL. And I was not going to allow Kaepernick and a few other of these activist players destroy my love for it. So one of the issues that I think always arose was this question that is held broadly by the left. Is Colin Kaepernick not playing in the NFL today because of some sort of institutional resistance to his views, which I do not believe to be the case. I think just the opposite. I think his views are largely accepted. Or is it a product of the fact that he's simply not an NFL player, or at least not an NFL starting quarterback? I watched this two-hour workout, uh, which, by the way, was unusual in a whole bunch of ways. It was most un- unusual in the way that you first referenced, and that you know you kind of 
schedule something. He's supposed to show up at the Falcons facility and at the last minute kind of changes his mind on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, shows up at this high school facility miles away, uh, almost exclusively, I believe, because he wanted it open to the media, which is very telling as far as what the objective was. Meaning exactly. Was the objective for him to be considered as an NFL prospect, as a free agent, um, and to be evaluated in those terms, or was it to turn it into a media circus? <laughs> Seems to me the objective was to turn it into a media circus. And then when you actually look at the workout, these you're right. You're exactly right about the fact that these these are very unusual um, workouts. You, you know, he's he's open to go work out for any NFL, any one of the 32 NFL teams. He he specifically this was specifically set up in in, in very, almost an unprecedented way, where it's one workout, all 32 teams invited, and I you know it's obviously suggestive of the fact that I think the NFL wants this issue to go away. And from, and from what I saw, which did vary from what I think what other people saw, there was not a lot of consistency in his play. He was not measured on his athletic sort of capability through all the t- typical drills that you would see in the NFL Combine, for instance. You know, which are the, These are objective measurements that are used in a very metric-driven league. He, was put through, he, he went through none of that. Instead, he threw 60 simulated passes. But in my judgment showed him to be kind of an above-average-to-above-average quarterback. Not an exceptional one, certainly not an NFL starting one. But most importantly, Michael, and this is the key here, um, you know, what, what his supporters and those who have accused the NFL of everything from racism to punishing somebody for just uh, uh, doing a peaceful protest, etc., they're saying it. What they're saying is his skill set is at least good enough to be one of the top sixty-four quarterbacks in the world. Meaning, yep. every team has at least two, and and some have three, counting the practice squads. That he should at least be somebody's backup. But that's not what it's about, as you pointed out. He wasn't there to audition to be somebody's backup. He was there, and he wanted the cameras there to see his Kunta Kinte shirt, to, sh- to show right. that he is still here to be a pain in the butt, um, activist, racial uh, divider, to let everybody know that I am still the martyr. I have, I'm treated like a slave. That's why he wore the Kunta Kinte, a slave shirt. Uh, the slave owners in the NFL have continued to punish me. So it wasn't about getting a job. He knows full well when he shows up being divisive like that and when he moves the venue and everything else, no teams are going to say, yeah, that's what I want to bring into my locker room. I want to bring in that guy. Everybody knows yeah. that he is looking solely to advance his career as a social justice activist to get another big contract from Nike or somebody else. Yeah, and I, and I tried to look at this like because I have always said, look, if the issue is criminal justice reform and President Trump's been the been probably the biggest champion of any president of our lifetime. If the issue is sort of acknowledging that we have too many people in jail for process crimes and uh, for um, you know you know issues of bail, you know a few hundred dollars of bail and they're spending months in jail that they can't uh, come up with, or if it's an issue of you know a minor probation violation. I mean, there in fair, in fairness, I've always said this: there is. Um, it's not like completely unwhole truths here. There, there's, these are legitimate issues. I'm not sure they're legitimate issues for the NFL to be taking on or for NFL players to be taking on. And if you were going to take them on, you, you, I've always said you, this would be like the single worst way you would take them on because in a, in a, in a country that is great 
but has never been perfect, the mechanisms through which we've always been able to resolve problems of this nature has been the principles and policies and and constitution for which the flag stands. I mean, you're taking your objection out completely on the wrong symbol. And then, of course, in the process, oh, by the way, offending millions of Americans and their families who were in the service and, and who have sacrificed through that and other means for, for the country right. that exists. That flag is special to all Americans, and it's particularly special to them. So that's offensive. But I really wanted to look at this simply from a football perspective and say, is it true, as you pointed out, and as the left says, that this guy is worthy of, an, of, an, of having one of those 64 slots? And I want to tell you, I on the basis of his passing, which is the only way you were able to assess it, in these simulated routes with no defensive pressure, uh, not even in uniform, with three you know, other free agent wide receivers. I didn't see it. He overthrew many passes. He was inconsistent with the velocity, inconsistent with accuracy. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but... You, you but he's not worth easily. the headaches if that he brings. You took the ideology out of it, and you and yeah. you simply evaluated it on a football basis. You would say, "Yeah, I could see that this guy does not belong on an NFL team. He's a good quarterback. He's conditioned. He's clearly stayed in shape. I'll give him all of that." But you know, if you compared him to the say the sixty-four plus that are in the NFL today, I didn't see it with the accuracy right. or the passing capability. Well, and then you, all you, these Michael, other areas, as I, as that I said to you off the air, to go through. As I said to you off the air, uh, you are a better man than I because you watched him, and I could not give him the time of day because it doesn't matter how well he passes. No team is going to want to bring this guy in unless he's the second coming of Johnny Unitas and deal with the uh, negative uh, uh, attention that he brings to the fans, to the organization, to the teammates. You're going to have so much media asking teammates, do you agree with this guy, blah, blah, blah. So uh, you watched him, and for that, you have uh, you have my respect because I couldn't do it. But I appreciate you coming on. Michael Johns joining us on AM 1420. The answer will get a time out now and come right back with Pastor Chris Long on Chick-fil-A next right here on the Bob France Authority. All right, 9.36 now. The Bob France Authority continues on AM 1420, The Answer. Uh, just to set it up for you again in case you missed the story uh, earlier in the hour, really at the top of the show, uh, this is what has happened. The cancel culture has won. The cancel culture has defeated at least one major Christian-supporting in, uh, organization, that, of course, being Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A says it's going to be donating money to charities that further its mission of nourishing the potential in every child in 2020. The company also says it's no longer going to give money to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and the Salvation Army. The chain's been criticized for donating to organizations accused of harboring anti-LGBTQ views. In a news release, the company says it's going to deepen its giving to a smaller number of organizations working exclusively in the areas of education, homelessness, and hunger. And there's nothing wrong, of course, with Chick-fil-A wanting to donate to organizations that believe in education, homelessness, and hunger. That is fine, but what is wrong is the fact that they have caved in to the left-wing outrage mob. Joining us now is our friend Pastor Chris Long of the High Christian Alliance. Uh, Chris, good to have you back, my friend. How are you? Oh, good morning, Bob. You hooked me when uh, I saw your, uh, I think it was tweet, a tweet, uh, when you or Facebook, I can't remember now, from last night, where you called Chick-fil-A 
chick betray because I, like you, feel betrayed. I, I've always been proud to explain to people why people, you know, all these people that hate Chick-fil-A, why schools are complaining and wanting the Chick-fil-A service that is provided to concession stands for football games and so on and so forth. You know, why are they triggered by that? And I'll explain why. Because this organization truly believes in Christianity and the biblical defi- definition of marriage. And uh, the outrage mobs, the PPO, the Party of Perpetual Outrage, hates that. So when they caved in, Chris, I did feel betrayed. Tell me more. Well, there's a huge fallout. Uh, Chick-fil-A basically benefited from uh, Christians and the Christian community patronizing their stores over the uh, number of years. Their founder was a strong Christian man, uh, Mr. Kathy. He passed away a few years ago, and uh, of course it was the interview that was uh, sparked the controversy back in 2012 where he uh, basically said that he believes in uh, strong Christian values. He believes in a marriage between one man and one woman. Well, the LGBTQ radical movement began to target Chick-fil-A. As a course of that, Mike Huckabee, who was at that time had his national television program on Fox uh, Saturday night, he launched a uh, Chick-fil-A day, and it packed the stores nationwide. People went out to support, Christian community went out to support Chick-fil-A, and then that continued. Um, in fact, now, with this turnaround by Chick-fil-A, uh, and I call him Chick Betray, of what happened yesterday, this is what Mike Huckabee said. He said, first of all, I rescind my endorsement of the stores. He said, I am sick that they have now completely abandoned the convictions of the founder of Truett Ch- uh, Kathy and decide to sell out, believing that they will be loved by the left if they sell out their loyal customers and friends and placate the very people who hate them, Huckabee declared. He also went on to say, Huckabee says he now regrets organizing a national Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day. Sad day, Huckabee wrote. I wonder how long before they go ahead and open on Sundays. Might as well, or just change their name to Ichabob Chicken Sandwiches. That's Mike Huckabee. Matt Walsh has also gone out, the uh, national blogger, and uh, so many more are starting to weigh in on this. And, and they have to, Bob, because here's the deal. Yesterday I was delivering petitions to the Medina County Board of Elections. You remember the referendum effort of the special rights LGBTQ uh, ordinance that was passed by Medina City Council back in uh, July. There was a referendum effort. We circulated petitions. We collected nearly 1,200 signatures. But the Board of Elections said we were 44 short. Well, here's where the trick is. 59 signatures, the board said and made a judgment call, well, these signatures don't match. And that's ridiculous on its face. Well, we went ahead then, and we advised from our attorneys. They said, go ahead and secure enough uh, sworn affidavits from these people with photocopies of their driver's license. We secured 47, three more than we needed. We delivered that petition to the Medina County Board of Elections yesterday. It triggers an automatic audit by the Secretary of State. We are convinced that we will be placed on the 2020 ballot and that it puts an automatic injunction on that special rights ordinance over there in the city of Medina, which, by the way, allows for transgenders to enter into girls' bathrooms in the local city schools. This is what the folks were outraged about. And so they want to go to the ballot, and they want to vote that thing down. Anyways, that's the same day the Chick-fil-A betrays us on a national platform. So, you know, there's going to – here, think about this. Of course they had to say, oh, we're going to give to the poor and education. That's what Salvation Army does. 
I've, my wife and I and our family have been given the Salvation Army for years. And you know that all they did was hold to their biblical values. And because the radical homosexual movement wants to attack a Salvation Army, anyone who differs in opinion with them, they seem to be the enemy. Chick-fil-A capitulated. I believe there's going to be major fallout. You don't have to call, I don't have to call for a boycott. Our folks know what to do. I know for me personally, we're not going. My wife says I couldn't eat it. I'd choke on it. I can't go anymore because, look, you can't betray your own values over a chicken sandwich. And I left a message last night for the local store, and I talked to a nice little young lady, and she, was, she didn't know about all this. And I said, you know, I'm sorry. We just won't be coming to the store anymore. We go like three, four times a week. And if that's duplicated across the country, I expect that their revenues will fall. And, you know, here's the thing, uh, Bob. At the end of the day, you either have principles or you don't. What I'm curious about, Chris, is if it's going to go in reverse now, if this will work out for Chick-fil-A. Because I just did a story on Friday, I think it was Friday, about an Oregon, state of Oregon. Now, you know how Portland is, but but it was a suburb of Portland, I believe, uh, where a school, uh, a student staged a walkout on Friday um, in opposition to Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A truck being one of the food providers at their high school football games, uh, you know, as far as concessions goes. And they don't feel safe with a Chick-fil-A truck here, all because their branding of Chick-fil-A is anti-LGBT, uh, which, of course, ours is not exact, not that at all. It's just pro-Christianity, pro-biblical definition. Is that in Oregon? That's in Oregon, yeah. Oh, that's in Oregon. Look how far leftist Oregon. Thank God. I once upon a time, I almost went to Oregon to pastor a church. God kept me in Northeast Ohio. He knew what he was doing. He knew I had to help with the battleground state of Ohio. Think about if I'd been out there, placed out there in that left-wing, loony coast of Oregon. And yes. so these, these children are indoctrinated, Bob. That's what's going well, on. Well, they are. You're right. They are. And which, which my point though was, Chris, is now that Chick Fil A has made this move and 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 has bowed to the cancel culture, uh, I wonder if the kids now will say, "Okay, we're good with Chick Fil A. Bring the sandwiches back to the games. We're good now uh, because everything is fine." I wonder. My point is, if if Chick Fil A loses the support of Christian customers who appreciated them for what they did in the face of all of the the you know the 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 hate that was hurled toward them i wonder if they will now gain new customers you know from the uh you know from the safe spaces crowd <laughs> look the, the the radical left knows how to do one thing destroy everything they just destroy things bob they don't build yes, they anything do. and so what they've done is taken this great christian company founded by a good hard-working christian man and I don't know why the the family is allowing this to happen, but they are. And we get also, there's other reports that saying there were uh, members in the commu- conservative community that saw this trending for some time. So this wasn't an overnight decision. The bad uh, policy within the company had been trending for some time. They had already, so, so think about Tony Perkins in the Family Research Council. Right. Think about uh, Franklin Graham, who said, I will not bow the knee to the LGBTQ crowd, and neither should we at the ballot box next year. These people are out on record, Bob. They're not going to rescind their decisions and then go in and get a chicken sandwich and waffle fries tonight, uh, today. That's not going to happen. These people across the middle America are going to say, okay, you know what? There's other places to eat. Because if you're going to turn your back on the Salvation Army and on Athletes for Christ and everything we stand for, then, then I, you don't need my money. 
You know, that's a great point. We're talking to Pastor Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. And, you know, that is so very true, Chris. What, you know, what we have found in the past with other situations like this is when conservatives, whether they be Christian conservatives or not, but when conservatives choose to try to placate their far-left critics and those who are uh, canceling and, and calling for boycotting of sponsors and things like that, whenever they try to placate them and say, okay, I'll do it your way, they still are hated by the same leftists who are not going to give them any more credence. But now they're just going to say Chick-fil-A only did this because of the money. So they're going to lose. They're, they're going to continue to not have that audience or that customer base and they're going to lose those who supported them now like you you're not going to go your family goes three or four times a week or whatever it is um you know they're, they're going to lose everybody on all sides now and i wonder if they're going to try to come uh with their tails between their legs once again and say okay we're donating to these organizations again you know it remains to be seen what might happen from all of this but i don't think the fallout is finished yet and it's going to be interesting to see how this goes about so you know todd starnes for instance let's take him on fox news um, Todd Starnes made a comment on, and he was on a national radio program as well, about the radical left and, and the Democrats are basically one of their um, uh, tenets is abortion, you know, and, uh, and basically the sacrament of their religion is abortion. He, they said the Fox News fired him for that. What was interesting is Tucker Carlson went ahead and said the same thing last week on his program, like a poke your poke you in the eye kind of thing to the to the producers because he's uh, rated number two on the network. Are they going to can him too? Uh, you know, here's what I'm saying: people may need to make a stand at a certain point, and you got to make a determination where are you going to spend your money, who's going to you know, where, what are your values? Do you actually play those out in life? And so people say, well, where if I start? Uh, you know, not going to all these different stores. You know, I can't make the determination for you, but let your conscience be your guide. But there's a time to make a stand and to make a, and to uh, basically make a statement, and that's what we've got to do. Uh, and, and, you know, it's funny. I asked my wife last night, I said, you know, you've known me for four decades, even before we got married. I said, you ever hear me say the word my enemy or mention somebody as my enemy? She said, no. I'm not a guy who likes to pile up enemies. That's not who I am. But sometimes it's just like when the Japanese were not our enemy until Pearl Harbor, December 7, 1941. Uh, FDR said we were at peace with that nation. Well, sometimes, Bob, you can be at peace with people, but they're not at peace with you. That's why Jesus said pray for your enemies. The fact is we do have enemies. And as Christians, we're finding out that the enemies are starting to pile up against us, not because we're seeking enemies, but they are an enemy against what we believe. Will you change your mind chris if chick-fil-a admits the error of their ways and says you know what we're not going to do this we are going to donate to the same christian organizations we believe in you know it would it would, de- it, it would determine exactly i don't see them doing that i see the corporate world is, is turning away from us and so they capitulate and bow at the art altar of the lgbtq uh you know crowd and so until there's a determination among the people, and, and so when transgenders start going into bathrooms, and girls don't want to go to the bathroom during the day for fear that a boy might be in there. This is actually happening in England. There's actually uh, children that are having problems physically, girls in England, because they don't want to go to the bathroom during the day for fear of boys being in the bathroom with them. This is real-time problems that people are facing. So we're changing, the, you know, we're putting on the head the, the, uh, the morals that we have had as a Western cultural and civilization be placating 
to a, a minority's minority of people who want everyone to basically embrace their lifestyle. Pastor Chris Long of the Ohio Christian Alliance joining us. Uh, it's a pretty controversial situation now. Chick-fil-A, which has been a, been a strong stalwart, they've stood up in the face of all of the leftist criticism and said, we're going to do what we believe is right, has, uh, has caved in. And I, I agree with you, Chris. I think the backlash has only begun. It is not even, uh, it's not anywhere close to being complete yet as to what happens with this uh, franchise. Pastor Long, thank you so much for your uh, words of wisdom, as always. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Bob. God bless. God bless you. That's uh, Chris Long joining us. It's 9.50, and uh, we've got time for a phone call or two if you want to make one now. Right before the top of the hour, Cursing Out comes up after the top of the hour, right here on AM 1420, The Answer. Alright, 9.55 now. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday morning. We have not talked much about the impeachment uh, kangaroo court uh, goings-on this morning, and that's by design. Uh, these other stories are just as important in my estimation. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's not accurate. I'll, I'll, I'll withdraw that. They're not just as important, uh, but they are important. And um, I, I think what's being done to the President of the United States is probably the most important thing we've seen maybe in the history of this country's government um, because it's unprecedented. But I did want to get to the other important stories, because if we wanted to, we could do uh, the impeachment uh, uh, nonsense literally all day, every day. All day, every day, 24-7, and we still wouldn't run out of things to talk about. But I do want to make sure that we are paying attention to some other things other than what the uh, left is trying to do to the presidency. Note, I said presidency, not to the president specifically. Tanya, calling us from Akron. You are on AM 1420, The Answer. Thanks for calling. Go right ahead. Hi, Bob. This is Tanya. I've talked to a couple times. Chick-fil-A hits me all right. Just got back from Atlanta. I was in the uh, Chick-fil-A headquarters about 10 years ago. It was an awesome place. I'm upset that they caved, but I'm not surprised. You know, when family organizations start hiring people from the outside, they focus on money, not the values. Uh, My biggest concern for the last 20 years as a faithful follower of Jesus Christ is that churches don't talk about any of this in churches. They preach to us, but they don't tell us how our workplace is where we're supposed to live out our faith. We can love someone who doesn't have the same values. It doesn't mean we need to celebrate them. This has basically allowed several organizations, several ideologies to start making us cow down to them. Chick-fil-A locally, you need to support those guys because they're in business. They hire great kids. I go there because they have great food and great service. And if we don't go there, we're going to have a lot of young kids that are going to be working for companies that are not going to be indoctrinating these values into them. What values um, are we talking about? What what values does I'm talking about? I'm on? talking about work ethic. I'm talking about okay. going, being able to say, my pleasure. No one else does that. You know, these are things that they're learning in Chick-fil-A. I can can appreciate that. We can be mad at the the corporatists of Chick-fil-A, but these are small business owners. No, I understand that, um, but but here's here's the part you know that, that I think you need to understand too, as a loyal follower of Jesus Christ, as you describe yourself. 
this organization just sold out Jesus Christ in favor of making more money from the uh, atheists and the uh, you know those who do not believe in Christian principles. Okay, well, they just sold I, out. They just sold just out. Hold on. They just I sold need... out principles that they had held for a very okay. long time. They had resisted. The, those are value. Those are the values that a family had when they started the business. As they start allowing other people with different ideologies to come in and HR and government, and no one stood back and. Uh, held the breach. It, this was going to happen sooner or later because of the people that they hired. Okay, we do that every day. We do. We work for companies that allow things to happen, and we don't stand up and say no. There, there's, so there's not. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Tanya. There's not somebody that they hired who just suddenly made a uh, huge policy shift on where they're going to donate their money. Those are still. Those decisions are still made by the the, the corporate family ownership of Chick Fil A. They're the ones who make those decisions. They didn't just hire somebody who's got a radically different idea here. Um, this is no, this they, is what they've decided to do as a corporation. It, and and here, let me let me, a, let me let me get one more thing, and then I'll give you the last word, Tanya. The the other thing that I think we have to think about here is again, if Chick Fil A doesn't suffer some sort of loss from this, um, it, it's going to be it's going to be a precedent setting event here, where other organizations that are bullied by anti Christian organizations, by the LGBTQ mafia, um, they're going they're going to you know realize hey it worked we shut down chick-fil-a on this we can do it to other people as well they're going to they're going to they're going to do that anyway and it we have to start as individuals making this i'm not going to stop going to chick-fil-a i may not go as much mm-hmm. i may sit down and have a conversation with the owner i'm i'm across the street from a company that fought this hobby lobby i'll spend more money there but uh this is you know yeah I agree. Okay. There's parts of you that I agree with 100. percent But I, I also have to. I also look at the individual owners that own these French these franchises. They I do too, their, I, their and I'm with you on that. I agree with a lot of what you said about that too. I'm not a big person like the left is in the into the cancel culture. I'm not all about boycott this or shut down that. I'm really not because of as you said, it's going to hurt employees. It's like the plane dealer. I absolutely despise the plane dealer, and there's part of me that wants the plane dealer to go out of business. But it's not the fault of that guy working in the printing press. It's not the fault of that other. Pr- in other words, there are a lot of employees who would be hurt if the organization was shut down because of things that they're decisions that their leaders make so i'm with you on that part of it i don't want to hurt individual franchise owners i don't want to hurt employees but i also don't want um the left to win uh by by bullying organizations into giving up what they believe in thanks for the call tanya kirsten three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.